podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League Game Week 21 and look back on the previous year to look at our New Year resolutions, what we're going to do differently, what we've, what happened, what mistakes there were, what successes and what we'll do uh, differently going into 2024. I've already um, done my video for this one. We've had a number of other people and it's Tom's turn next. Fancy Football Scouts Deputy Editor. My name is Joe and this is Tom. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Joe. Um, Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, I think when I think when you've been playing the game as long as we have, this is sometimes quite difficult to come up with. Um, yeah new kind of ideas or things you're going to do differently um mm. because i'd like to think we've probably ironed out most of the bad mm. things we do but there are certainly still still some takeaways so yeah. um i've got a couple which i'll um i'll talk about later well yeah definitely i mean you you and i have had a number of um strong finishes over the years but neither of us have ever won it <laughs> so no. there's, there's always room for improvement and there certainly has been in the years oh, where, where i've done less well yeah <laughs> But um, mm. oh, yeah, indeed, so yeah. Um, there's lots of lots of interesting resolutions, um, especially that come in for the community as well. So we'll look at those in a sec. Um, just a reminder to everyone to do uh, subscribe so you can keep up to date with our videos um, and uh, podcasts or wherever you receive them. Also, do press that like button. It really helps us out. Um, and have a look at fantasyfootballscout.co.uk for the latest offers for the uh, membership area there. So you can get all the latest um, stats and uh, analysis uh, and those types of things. Uh, and all the tools and gadgets are there. Um, okay, well, let's have a look at some of the resolutions from the community. Um, so there's just a couple here because I've been uh, just gathering these from whenever we've done these sorts of videos already. Um, any comments that have been made about their their ones? Um, and uh, Prince Farouk uh, is on Twitter. That's what. He, uh, sorry, on uh, this one YouTube um, comment here. He's got a couple here. Um, need to stop making early transfers. Um, and maybe sometimes go with my gut for the captaincy. Um, I tend to go for safer, safer captaincy choices and hope my squad makes the game. So there's two ones there, really. The early transfers, this, this I think is going to be a popular one because you can get caught out, can't you, with a lack of information and players getting injured and perhaps better options arise, players surprisingly come back from injury, that type of thing. Um, but you, you, you're, mm. not, you're not a fan of early transfers, are you? It's never affected me really because I'm not one to chase price rises that much. And so it's quite rare. I, I never feel comfortable making early transfers. They don't sit well with me. I like to kind of take in the midweek yeah. matches if there's European football or cup competitions. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've never I've never had that temptation, but I do know it is a problem for a lot of people. Yeah. They they want to make those transfers yeah. early. Um you know, several days before the game week. And that can be good. You make more money often, but yeah. it can create problems as well. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I've, I felt with money this season, um, I've sort of, you know, organically just got more, more money just by having good good players and yeah. have avoided having a lot of bad players that have lost money, which has helped. But at the same time, yeah, I can see that tendency. But I always think, you know, unless I really desperately need to, I think once twice i've made early moves because i was just 0.1 short i would have been 0.1 short and i definitely know they would have gone up in price but then this week is a good example i mean i might make i, I want to get bowen in for salah i might make that move but only after bowen's played uh, i'm not going to do it before um and i think he's got a cup game this weekend so just in case there's any more changes in prices but um i mean we're recording this on Tuesday, so this is prior to the Brighton West Ham game, so this is going out after then. 
Um, so I, I certainly wouldn't be making that move before that because you never know. Bowen could get injured. No. Um, yeah. Salah out isn't the problem. It's who you get in. Um, and his second one, he'd go for safer captaincy. He tends to go for safer captain choices. He should be a bit bolder. I don't think it's a question of bold. It's just no. doing research into it, really. I found that was one of my, that was my top resolution. It's just to get better at picking captains and to look more at matchups, I think. So, for example, a captain Salah this week because Newcastle was so terrible on the road recently. And uh, captain yeah, Salah think, against Brighton um, for similar reasons. I think... I think going with the safer, cap- safer captain choices, mm. and by that I presume they mean the Harlands and the Salas yeah. and st- sticking to those mm. big players. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. I think that will often mm. going for, you know, I went for Alvarez this week, for example. I know a lot of people went for Watkins and that, okay, they got returns, but it didn't play out. And mm. it was the safer captain pick who, yeah. um, who, who got the biggest haul. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, and Otto Octavius, not not the Otto Octavius possibly well, you never know um he it never keep the most expensive forward in the game when pep is being vague about their injury <laughs> well um yeah um i know i've kept harland all this time um and if i could look back and do it again if i had that I, with hindsight i possibly would have sold but i don't know i quite like having harland and it's only really alexander arnold i feel i've missed out on um mm. so it's not the end of the world for me i think i think if you're if your team is is in a bad shape, but um, I, d- I know where he's coming from now, and I'm going to be selling Salah and Son because <laughs> they're not playing. I think it depends who it locked you out of. Maybe I mean I think you've got Solanke and Watkins, yeah. haven't you, Joe? Yeah. If he was going in with somebody like Alvarez and Watkins, and he didn't have that, so you didn't get Solanke for yeah. one of those reasons, you've then gone out and got a hat trick. Yeah. You might kick yourself a bit more, yeah. but I could think because you had the right two forwards, and Alvarez didn't really hurt you that much. I think in your position, it's probably been fine. Yes. Um, Okay. So let's come to your um, New Year's resolution. What's your, what's your first resolution? Um, Well, first of all, um, whereabouts are you in the rankings and how do you feel about that? And, um, and just to give a bit of context to your, your first resolution. Yeah. Um, so I'm ranked around about 400k at the moment. We've still got Ariola to play tonight. It's been a really bad game week. If anybody watched goals imminent, you'd kind of know that I had Palmer on the bench and I went with Alvarez over Salah. And so I've dropped about 100k places. But generally, the festive period had been good to me. I was in the millions going into that. So we've gone up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, it's obviously not where I want to be. But there's still a long way to go. And I think, you know, I'm not going to get a six top 1k finish i know that but if i can get something around about 50k at the end of the season i'll be really happy with that this year given the yeah. challenges that it has yeah. there's been so yeah that's currently where i'm at so. okay. um yeah i mean one i mean this isn't a resolution but one top top tip is to be realistic about where you should finish so don't think of it in terms of top 1k top 5k top 10k top 100k even is to look back on your own um performances and get an average and 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 look at how many are playing. So get a, get a sort of percentage average of where you should be. So if you're on average a top five percent manager, well then look at that and work out where that would be, where that would get you this season based on however many is it ten million, eleven million people playing. And that is a realistic one. So for example, for me, um, top seventy five k, I think for me would be 
on average a great a, of, a great season. Uh, yeah, that would yeah. be that would be re- my realistic aim. So anything I get better than top seventy five k is great for me. So I don't look at that top ten k, top twenty k. That is for me. That's a good finish. No, that used to be the benchmark when we started mm. playing, didn't it, Joe? You're yeah. always looking for that top 10K. But now I think I think you have to kind of realign that now. And I think if you're finishing around top 50K, I think that you've had a very good season mm. given the amount of players. Yeah. And then it often comes down to two or three big decisions in a season, whether yeah. then you can then push onto that top 20K or something like yeah. that. And it might, and it's stuff which has happened to me in the past week. Don't bench Palmer. Get your yeah. captaincy right in these big game weeks, and that's what it comes down to. And there's very fine margins yeah. there. Um, it isn't always a skill issue. People will say the Palmer thing is, and fair enough this week. But with the captaincy, yeah. it can be very close okay. calls. Sometimes you're on the right side of it. Sometimes you're not. I mean, doesn't Sa- mean you're a bad manager. No, the Salah captaincy this week is an example of that. I mean, he, he I was on mm. minus two points by halftime or yes. so. So yeah. that could have gone disastrously wrong. Um, just, yeah. you know, just through some guy, whether he can score a penalty or not. And, and that's, yeah. that's what you're relying on. It's, it's nothing to do with yourself. It's yeah. to do with some geezer no. on a football pitch somewhere in the country. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, so I if think... everybody, if every, if everybody's trying to, if they, if you're ranked around 50, yeah. 75k, I think you mentioned Joe. Yeah. I think, I think they're decent finishes. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's anything to no, kind no. of look, look um, be, be disappointed. And that with. is, and that's yeah. worked out by an average percentage finish each season. Yeah. So I can't yeah. remember what that is. One percent, two percent, whatever. It's probably top one percent, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it's around that, yeah. and so therefore mm-hmm. extrapolate that to this season. Therefore, that's that's what I should be getting. If if yes. if it's a good season, but you know I'm not going to cry if it's not. Um, okay, yeah. what is your first New Year resolution in FPL? Well, I'll start off with because uh, it links in with that, mm-hmm. and that would be to look at captaincy mm-hmm. and make some improvements in that, mm-hmm. which links to one of the the comments that we read out earlier. And I'm not sure if everybody's familiar with it, but Greyhead runs a series of articles mm-hmm. on scouts um, called The Great and the Good, where he mm-hmm. tracks 18 FPL managers. And uh, he tracks their performance now, looking at rank and tracks transfer activity. And he recently, after game week 19, he looked at the captains and how we've performed across the season. Mm-hmm. And um, my score prior prior to this game week was 246 captain points. And when I looked at that, it wasn't the worst in the league mm-hmm. by any means, but it was kind of, it was probably fourth or fifth from the bottom, I think. And I looked at the guys at the top and um, Fabio and Jan had got... Um, 294 so that's a 48 point swing yeah which feels like a lot because i think i'm only 30 points behind fabio mm. so then obviously no, i'm not saying captains is the yeah. sole reason but that's 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 an area where it's probably the most important decision you make each week yeah. with captaincy isn't it yeah before transfers um I think play, when you played your wild card, maybe had a bit of a say in this. I think, did you play yours game week eight, yeah, Joe? Yeah, am yeah. I right in saying that? Yeah. I played mine 10. And I think for the people that played in eight, they mm. maybe got Salah in for that Brighton fixture mm. when he got the brace. A lot of people like me went with Son, who was at Luton, who blanked. So, mm. But generally, I think that it's an area... I mean, when I looked at the captain breakdown, I've captained Harlan 10 times this year, Salah six times, mm. and then I've given it to Son Watkins and Alvarez, I think, one, once mm. or twice. So it's not like I'm being massively differential no, with no. the mix. But it's just, it's just timing many, it. I mean, that, that yeah. Son-Salah one is, was a key one 
I think. Big um, one. Big that was swing. a big one. Yeah. Um, this week again, Salah v Son ended up being nine, a big one, even though Son got a very healthy nine-point return. Yeah, well, I was on Alvarez, so that was a nine-point swing with yeah. Salah. So that's, yeah. again, adding to it, isn't it? I mean, yeah. each week I... In terms of what I do is I, I look at things like I look mm. at Hibbo's Captain Sensible on site. Yeah. I look at RMT. I look at FBL Review. I even look at Mikel's transfer algorithm and the captaincy calculator there. So I take in a lot of information. But I think for my own peace of mind, when I see something like that, I want to kind of check how I'm doing. Mm. Am I missing something? Is something in my research that mm. I'm not looking at? Am I... Am I focusing on too much on weaker defences rather than sticking with that player who's generally going to churn out yeah, a bit like yeah. Salah? Mm-hmm. Am, I've got to look at the weighting. Or am I just being a bit unlucky? It could it's just pro- be like that. Probably, I don't know. It's probably a bit of everything. But mm, yeah. the, the, the luck element cannot be denied. <laughs> because, I mean, you said yes. you're relying on some bloke on a football pitch somewhere hitting hitting the ball well, on target. Yeah. The two examples which I pulled up there. So Alvarez this week, I mean, Salah got the the two penalties. He missed one, didn't he? So maybe a little bit unlucky. I mean, if Alvarez gets a penalty in that game, then it's different. The Son one, I mean, that going back to when Salah got the haul at Brighton, that was unlucky because Spurs had a player sent off in the first half, if I remember rightly, and the dynamic completely changed in that game. So there are fine margins, but it's just for my... When I see a stat like that in front of me Mm. where I've lost 48 points on other competitors... I immediately want to delve into that and and go over what I'm doing and the process. So that's well, something which I'm going to kind of be looking at in the next couple of weeks. Well, I've, got, I've got some stats on pop on screen now, which is all backed up. So I've got two lots of stats here, um, but I'll go to the the one on the right hand side first, which is the total actual captaincy points as a percentage of your highest possible captain points in your team. Right, and that's fifty two percent. So half the time, just over half the time, you are captaining the, your highest. Um, uh, yeah. points getter that week but so for example i mean there's fine margins but um one we did with uh lee from fpl family his one's 58 percent. so it's and okay. and that's before the the his salah captaincy hall this week i actually did so, that before that, so so that's gonna be even okay. higher and my mm. one's a little bit higher than your one um but he so and as you were saying, you compare it to some of those other, you know, great and the good league managers as well. So it does show that statistically you've got probably room to be sort of 10, 10% better at picking captaincy or 10%, yeah. you need 10% more luck with the blokes you are picking that they actually hit the target. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go with the improvement one. Yeah, yeah. I do think, I, do, I mean, I am, I am generally quite sad. It's not like I'm going and I'm mm. captain. Yeah, you know Anthony Alanger or or, um, yeah. or John McGinn or anything like that. I'm picking to the, but it's just the timing which yeah. is very important. And I've been playing the game for a long time. I'd like to think that I cover most bases, mm-hmm. but that's just something which I'm going to yeah. kind of focus on in the new year and and and, yeah. and make an adjustment if I need to. Uh, okay, I mean, I, I tell you what, I don't know whether you were better last year or whether you and I were both better last year when we had the captaincy video much more frequently, uh, and the years before Harland. Really? Um, because I, yeah. I found I, we very occasionally do them. And there was one week where I did the week where I captain Salah away to Brighton. And that yes. was, the week you, I, I had to do it on my own. Cause I, th- I think you, you, you were, you were off that yeah, week. And, yeah. um, that made me change my mind and it was just sort of delving into that and looking at Brighton's track record after post European games 
and that was a sort of a persuading factor me so it's, i guess it's those sorts of things isn't it it's is that one so captain salah this week for me the big deciding factor was just how bad newcastle were away i think i saw a stat somewhere some of you pick up these things and it's, you know goes mm. back to his, um it, it you, what you pick up elsewhere <laughs> And 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 if someone said that Newcastle, the it may have been for, even from one of your articles, Newcastle were the seventeenth. <laughs> I still world, got it wrong. They were seventeen <laughs> in in terms of a, a way that they were the the, the XGC or something. They were, I, I guess, yeah. how are you phrase it? The fourth worst performer. They were ranked seventeen, yeah. basically. In, I mean, they've been very open recently <laughs> and characteristically, yeah. really. And so I just uh. thought, well, I need to I need to not think, oh, that's Newcastle, money bags, Newcastle. That's actually. Oh, that's that's a team that's not actually performing very well at all. They're one of the worst performers, and that so it's those kinds of things, really. But um, yeah, anyway, I've got I've got some more stats on the screen, but, but we'll we'll come to that if if and when <laughs> we need to. Um, but let's move on with your your second resolution. Yeah, so the second one isn't directly to how I play the game, but it's just generally mm. trying to put aside a bit more time to take in and mm. some more content this year and. Okay. Um, in FBL content um, and specifically put time aside for that each week. And I think that can sometimes be difficult because I'm working at Scout all the yeah. time, that whenever I have a bit of free time in the evenings or the mornings, you tend to go and work on an article mm. or you do something which directly helps you in your job. Um, and I will listen to I will listen to content throughout mm. the week, but I tend to dip in and out of it. It's very rare that I'll sit down and listen to a whole episode. Yeah. And I'll be jumping in and out. And I something sometimes think you need to to get the full context of points. Mm. I don't think it's sometimes great jump into certain sections and then go in. I mean, FPL Wire is probably my yeah. go-to part. Mm. I love all the guys there. I really like listening to Mark on Black Box mm. and As. Um, I think the above average pod is is going from strength to strength. Mm. They're the yeah. kind of the three, I suppose, that I'd mostly go to, the staples. Mm. Yeah. Um, but there are other pods as well that I want to explore, you know, um, like the Inspected Goals one, the new mm. one, which um, which Luke does. Um, Planet FPL produces yeah. some great content with the chorus, correspondence clashes where you get that real kind of fan insight. And yeah. as well, not just FPL related, but tactic podcasts on the athletic and things like that and so i think for me a lot of when i didn't work at scout a lot of my early success was because i took in probably three or four pods each mm. week on my commutes okay. and i'm quite good at kind i would like to think i am at mm. taking various parts and then mm. forming my own opinion from that mm. but just getting that knowledge and i don't i think it's something which i have maybe neglected in the past year mm. Um, with a busy life outside of FPL as well, with children and stuff like that, you know what it's like, yeah. um, Joe. So that's um, that's an area where I think I want to, for my own sake, put aside a bit more time each week for that. Yeah, I think I maybe need to get a dog. I don't know. Maybe well, I, need I was going to gonna say, have you got point. a dog? <laughs> because that's no, where I, I do most of my listening. So yeah. Um, yeah. I've got to walk. I've got a dog asleep. Well, I don't know if she's asleep. No, she's not asleep. She's almost asleep next to me now. I've got another one downstairs and I'll be taking for walks shortly. Um, and I will put, I will put an FPL one on and it'll probably yes. be one of the ones you mentioned. Um, yeah. Because all of those, um, they always contain something, a nugget of information that I can exactly. use. And it might be that deciding factor. Like I mentioned with yeah. the, um, with the Salah captaincy um, decisions, 
and it's always that one there's, there's one or two and uh, and also the ones i quite like listening to as you said they're you know it's like like, like listening to those guys both of us like fplY we're fans because hmm. um Zof, uh, and 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 prano and praz are uh they there's similarities with all their management styles we like and if and if in in Pranel's case late riser's case he um he's very different to my style probably yours as well but i like that as well because yeah. you get the perspective yeah. from that other so it's it's a nice perspective um there yeah and it's it's like you say joe it's it's maybe have i missed something yeah and that's why so listening to content is good because yeah. i respect all of those guys and what they, they yeah, bring yeah. to it yeah. and i know from having sat on that pod before mm. that there's certain things which they think yeah. of which i don't and i'm sure it's mm. both ways you know they'll probably listen to this and there might be something yeah. that pops up Hopefully. or our goals imminent videos yeah. so it's just about some content creators get a bit of a bad rep Mm. Um, certainly in the community. And I know a lot of people's New Year's resolutions will be listen to less. <laughs> I don't think, I don't look at it like that because mm. you listen to it. They're not deciding a transfer for me. You're getting that information yeah. and then you process that yourself and decide whether that's a good move or not. Yeah. But getting information in FPO isn't a bad thing. No. You know, got- um, just don't, don't let it get it in your head though and make your decision for you is the difference. One, one of so. the Meet the Manager videos I did a couple of years ago um, was a guy, he was doing, he's a, doing library studies and he was doing an academic doctorate, I think doctorate or, or masters in information gathering. And he was actually using as an FPL manager, he was using the FPL community as an example of incredible information gathering. He felt that yeah. with, within making decisions in fancy football, the community and by that, those who create content and whether that be on tweets or articles or podcasts or videos, that community, the information that is out there is amazing. Um, and oh, it's, yeah. and it's a question of, as you said, you, there is, there's only so many hours in the day you have to cherry pick and you and I, I think mm-hmm. have found the certain, um, uh, videos and podcasts and content creators that, that we can accommodate into that working week. And as you said, you want to get more <laughs> into your working week. Um, yeah. It, it, and, and it's really important to do that i think because that amount of information that's available is really good i mean this was the point he was making you know this is even more so than other industries the fantasy other industries can learn and in particularly sort of within libraries and the way people you know gather information and data they can really learn from the fantasy football community amazing yeah and they're just entertaining you know i think my you know, it'd be a lot worse the community if we didn't have mm. these guys producing content yeah, yeah. each week. A lot of them, a lot of them juggling it alongside full-time mm. jobs as well. It's yeah. not like a lot. Mm. Most of them don't do it all the time. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just find them entertaining, mm. entertaining, good listens. Yeah. And so yeah, I def, I definitely want to put aside a bit more definitely. time next year. I will, I will give a shout out to another one, a new, a new one this season. Um, it's one of the fans, one of fancy football. Scouts one, um, even though obviously this is fancy football scout, um, but I would have said it anyway. <laughs> uh, it's the deadline dilemmas one that um, Praz yeah. and Rich do are usually on a Thursday night, yeah. Friday night sometimes, um, and that's before deadline. The the pacing of it I think is really good. Um, this, it's a bit shorter, isn't it? It's so a bit it's shorter. As well, it's not like it, it's it's not going to be an hour and a half. Or it, it, you can dip in got, and out a bit it, quicker. It's got really considered opinions about those key deadline decisions that you have, that you're going to have the next day. But at the same time, there's an urgency to it as well. So I quite like listening mm-hmm. to it because it's, there's no pondering. Yeah. There's not, not like the way yeah. I speak in ums and ahs. This is just like bang, bang, and bang. And myself. Yeah. Gets, gets, yeah. gets, 
gets the information out quick and, and well and well presented. And I like that one. I I, I think that Rich and Praz make a lot of sense as well. It sort of yep. resets Absolutely. me in the yeah. week. I think, oh, oh, shall I captain this player? And then I think, nah, nah, I'll, wait. <laughs> I'll just go, yeah, I'll go for the normal yeah. approach. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Okay. No, that's a good one um, there. Um, did you have any more before um, I, I put some, I put a, more stats up just no to... i mean like i say we've been playing for a long time yeah. and it's sometimes you know those mm. two stuck out i'm not yeah. just going to create a third for the no, sake no. of it so i okay. think i'll leave it at that okay so well I, i've got a potential one for you um so it's these stats Ooh. i put up here and we spoke about it just before we came on air as well and I, i've looked oh, at okay. the number of transfers you've made per position so you made two goalkeeper transfers fair enough six defender transfers seven mm. midfielder transfers and three forward transfers and yeah. given the amount of points midfielders get and indeed some many forwards, I would have, and and the defenders and the amount of defenders that could get you a massive double digit haul, I think yeah. what another resolution possibly could be is less defender transfers, just whatever you've got, stick with it, unless it's really poor and focus those transfers on... Yeah, on the big the, the, the big um, gap, the big lads who get the big points. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think um, I'm just gonna gonna have a look at the transfers yeah. and defenders, and they've been for Tarkowski and Cher came in in, in game week seven, yeah. and then Trippier came in in game week nine. I was a bit late to the party okay. with Trippier, but the, you can see recently where there's been yeah. a problem because I brought in Reese James, and then yeah. I had to transfer him straight back out a couple of weeks yeah. later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Liveramento came in. Mm. That's been hit and miss. Yeah. Um, and then Alexander Arnold recently, which obviously yeah, has obviously been a good he's... transfer. Yeah. An so, exception. So perhaps. But certainly, of... I do think that there's something yeah. in what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Reese James being probably a needless transfer, trying to go in early when maybe that transfer would have been, that cost me two transfers. It would have been much better to just yeah. focus on something a bit further forward. You know? Yeah, that's what I thought. And, and that's something when I looked at that, I thought, well, hang on, I can do that as well. And. I've looked at some, so um, yes, I did get Alfie Doughty in, but not every one of my tra- defensive transfers have been Alfie Doughty. That's like a, a, a no. rare shining beacon in amongst loads <laughs> of like, oh, a Newcastle centre-back or uh, whatever, whoever else I've got. I can't even remember now who I've got in. Oh yeah, Crystal Palace centre-back. And, and perhaps, and, and that made me think, well, maybe instead of that transfer, I could have I could have used that transfer on getting a better midfielder the, the, for, the forward seems low for me there yeah it's three um alvarez being one of those who came in um watkins would have been I, no watkins came in on the I wild card my, i think i think yeah my, hmm. mine will be higher for that one and but that historically i off i like to make striker changes because Strikers are really yeah. form based. They're real confidence mm-hmm. players. So fixtures, fixtures, yeah, yeah. and and they do dovetail. So you know, a cheap. So you know, I've had Ferguson in, Pedro, um, Morris from Luton. Um, I do like to get a good third striker from a team that has got a good fixture run, irrespective of that. You know, they're a, a big player, but I do think. You know, you know, historically, the Ivan Tonys, and I, I, I call it basically, the, it's the Darren Bent role in my team. You know, when he played for Sunderland. Yeah. And he was just scored yeah. all the time. Everyone was slagging Sunderland off. 
and and you know after a few games it was like oh hang on a minute Darren Bent's scoring every week and he's only seven million yeah it's that kind I think of the only transfers I've made up front I just had a look is I've bought in Alvarez twice and I've bought in Solanke once so those are the okay. only moves that I've made yeah. and two of those transfers have been very recently yeah. so with players like what I guess because it's I've been playing three five two with Haaland and Watkins yes. for so yes, long that you don't you lose you lose a, you have a yeah when you play in that formation you don't make as many transfers but very interesting to see it and, yeah um, certainly something which I'll, I'll I'll have another look at later yeah definitely um excellent well I hope hopefully I mean there's certainly as we've been chatting it's certainly given me some more ideas my resolutions do have a look back on my video so explore my resolutions which was one of which was don't underestimate the promoted sides um that was well, a I like that one you know you know, you know you know I'm a big fan of doing the research on the promoted yeah, side so definitely. yeah I definitely back that one especially so, this season where they were much maligned at the beginning of the season but I think there's a lot of um interest in them now yeah even though they're probably one of the three worst teams in the league yeah, yeah FPL is very different isn't yeah. it? it you don't necessarily have to be winning every no. week to get value out of them no so. Trafford a good mm. goalkeeper at Burnley is going to get lots of save points Doughty, yeah, and, like Archer Barkley and Doughty and yeah. Barkley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some of them are emerging, well, aren't they? Well, yeah. uh, you know, Archer's playing in a well-organised side, really cheap. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's definitely options there. Um, but there's there's lots of other, uh, we've got lots of other videos uh, coming up. Uh, and as I said, we've got uh, Lee's one. So you're probably watching this after that one's come out. So they're all during the week. Do, do look back at them all. And hopefully, like you were saying about looking at content, there'll be one <laughs> tiny nugget from what we've been yeah, saying absolutely. if you even if you take that away and it helps that week you know job's done um but um thanks a lot for your time tom and take care and um see you soon great thanks for having me joe see you soon